We want to be. <laughs> we want to be better. We need to be better. We, we want to be, be better. No, no, that word didn't work. <laughs> okay, yeah. we, we want, want to be, be better. better. Annie, last night we went um, to a little dinner at our friend's house, and it was really good. Great cook. She's a great cook, but she enjoys cooking. This is something that I'm not familiar with. Why do we, like, honestly, I'm at the point where I resent my children because they need to eat to stay alive. Yeah, like, it's why? resentful. Like, mouths to feed are why? actually annoying. <laughs> I cook begrudgingly. Can't, yeah. There's no why joy in it for me. food, you little fuckers? Yeah, it's the thing, isn't it? Like, the body needs to eat, unfortunately. <sighs> it's, <laughs> I like, look, I like eating. Uh, last night, I was mm. loving it. Like, yeah, yeah. I was making gross noises in fact because I was like mm, yeah oh. they're like okay yeah. calm down there are other people present I know <laughs> but you know when you don't cook and it just tastes even better too oh. I'm like wow what is this gravy and they're like it's gravy it's just normal gravy I'm like okay oh yeah what is this hun where'd Rizzles? you get <laughs> <Where'd> you- <laughs> I, I just loved it so much but I Fucking hate cooking. Yeah. And I feel like I'm so one of the few. I don't know. Mm. Do other people not like people I just like cooking? It is a job for it's me. It's a job. And it's that's a the chore. thing. Like, um, I think you were saying that you, if you didn't have to eat, you wouldn't. Yeah. Yep. It'd be like a. <laughs> yeah. Like okay. A- so if food <laughs> did it, if you didn't have to eat to live. Yeah. And like food was just like a recreational thing. Well, okay, like kind I of just like, let's say like showering. Like you don't need to shower to live, but we do it because we like to be like. Hygienic. No, if uh, yeah, I'd probably just stink. Like, do you I know mean, what I mean? No, yeah, like, but no, not sick. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. So eat like food. Still. Yeah, you wouldn't eat. But but see, the thing is with showering, if you don't do it, then it's like socially makes you a bit of a ugh. right. But We're food. eating. I don't think. I, I reckon eating. If you didn't have to eat. Mm. Um, and it was just like, you know, you just do it for fun because it tastes nice or whatever. Yeah. Um, I would get it done as much as I get my nails done, which is like once yearly. <laughs> well, I would just a manicure never... and a meal, please. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. just, I'm the same though. Like I don't eat. There are days that go that I don't eat just because I'm like, you know, busy or whatever, mm. like food isn't on my mind. But then like, you know, I'll start to feel really faint and sick and I'm like, oh yeah, fucking like I don't have time for this body. Like, yeah. can't you just get your job done without needing food? It's you're bogging me down. I know here. it sounds I know it sounds really full on like, you know, that I don't eat or something. No, I really enjoy eating. Don't get me wrong. I love mm. eating. I love it. I do it all the time. Like right now, I'm got a yeah. you know liquid a liquidy drink thing. I get it. I love it. I do. Yeah. But my hate of cooking outweighs how much I like food. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I hate cooking yeah. so mm-hmm. much mm. that, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. When I'm, my kids are away, I'm just like, no. Nah. 100%. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it, yeah. I'm, you can't I'm force me. You can't force me to. I mean, like, you probably could if, like. I like, literally will just sometimes, like, if I cannot be bothered and I know I have to eat just because I have to stay alive, yeah. I'll just put, like, hot water in a mug, like boiling water, a bit of vegeta, and then like some spaghetti noodles and put it in the microwave for two minutes and I eat that and I'm like, delicious. 
Oh, I just live toast. <laughs> toast is as much as I'm happy to cook. Yeah. <laughs> I, and even then, I get so impatient and I constantly pop it up and it's like, oh, it's still undercooked. Oh, just no, I just go with it. If it's undercooked, too bad, it's going in. Yeah, I do like it medium rare. <laughs> Don't, I can't can't even do medium. Oh, okay. So, so I'm really nervous about today. I'm nervous about today too. Because for people, <laughs> mm. I mean, m- maybe some people know. I, they m- might not, but... Uh, nearly every episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with almost every single episode. Maybe not the first season because you were doing your own challenges mm-hmm. then or whatever. Um, but I have all the notes. And, yeah. Uh, well, Annie, I mean, Annie look, I drive it. Yeah. I drive these fucking Annie's shit. driving it and I'm just along <laughs> for the ride. Um, so this uh, time I'm doing it. I have. Yeah. This is the first time I have ever rocked up to the podcast studio. I have no idea what we're even discussing. And honestly, what is funny is when I was writing my notes, I was pissing myself laughing because I'm like, they're like two word notes. I'll be like, <laughs> just like two words. I'm like, that'll be enough. I'll know what I'm doing. So I'm probably going to stumble at some point because <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? But I was like, yeah. So. This is an advice episode, and the reason why I am driving it is because I've experienced it. So the advice is, unfortunately, about sexual harassment in the workplace. And I know that this is quite a serious topic, and it's going to be like a little bit of a downer, I guess, but I've actually had more than one person reach out about this before. So I think it is important to talk about, and um, this is what the letter says. So, And last week we talked about like... Kittens, Kittens, for God's sake. So, so a bit of light yeah, and shade here. Yeah, light and shade, guys. Um, okay, give me a name, quick. Brenda. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so I got a letter here from Brenda. Oh, my God, I got really scared then. Yeah, like, I know. Really on face. edge because yeah, I'm not she's used nervous. to it. Okay, yeah. so hi, I'm Brenda. I moved to Germany and got work, which I am full-time and I'm at uni part-time. At first, my work was great, but... Now I work with a man in an office and I find him extremely misogynistic and he's always talking about his girlfriend in like an objectifying way, um, constantly objectifying women's bodies and just doing behave like saying things and having behavior that I, as a feminist, don't yeah. agree with. She's like, they can be great people, but these comments really affect me. I am trying to find new work, but what should I do while I'm here? Am I being exaggerating? Am I just exaggerating by feeling uncomfortable? Now, um, there is, like, it, this sucks. This is a sucky situation. But that's not like sexual harassment. Well, that's this is like the thing. No, well, that is sexual think? harassment in a way. So, when you, which, so sexual harassment is basically people making suggestive comments, sexually suggestive uh, comments. Well, did, I don't think I was listening. Did okay. You, so, he, so, sorry, fuck. Well, see, in so, this, so he's talking about... Women he's, objectifying he's, women's bodies. Oh, object, objectifying, objectifying women's, women's bodies. Objectifying women's bodies. Yeah. So even oh, if it's like, it just I makes th- her uncomfortable. Oh, so he, right. I thought he was just talking shit about his girlfriend in a misogynistic no, way. No, he does that too. It's a oh, bit of, it's a bit of both. Listen. Yeah. Sorry. You know, I've got oh, one. It's all right. Here. So um, basically sexual harassment is, yeah, sexually subjective comments or jokes. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Things like that. Intrusive questions about your private life, yes, physical fuck. appearance, sex Maybe life. I, okay. I've worked in hospitality. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. Yeah. It's quite common, well, I would say. Yeah. Um, mind you, I think of the people that I worked with were fine. It was actually the customers that were... Well, that's different. Yeah. yeah. But that's the same thing. Um, staring, inappropriate staring, leering, touching, unwelcome, hugging, kissing. Like, there are so many things that go into it. And 
I have so much experience in this and I am going to go through my story. I kind of like didn't want to because it is a bit triggering for me. And I kind of, when I was writing these notes, I didn't realise like how fucking awful it was and how much it still affects me. But um, I was sexually harassed at work at my first ever admin role. And I think um, people who are assistants or receptionists will agree with me when I say this, but sometimes when you work in that role in an office, people kind of treat you like you're less than. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you're... Like, we do the real work here. You're just our receptionist. You're just our admin person. Like, you can do whatever the – like, you're the shit one, basically. Like, oh, we'll leave our dishes in the sink because it's the receptionist's job to do it. Do you know what I mean? fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, that happens a lot. And I started getting sexually harassed by the director of the company. Um, And I'm talking, like, not just uh, words, which it was. It was, like, locking me in his office after hours, um, touching me, like – like ass grabbing and stuff and I was a kid basically like I was like 17 18 and I just thought that I didn't have a voice at this point right I was just Mm. like well that's kind of like I've just got to put up with it kind of thing um I ended up just leaving because I was there for about two years and the thing is as well when I did hand in my resignation he acted like I'd broken up with him he was like, I thought you'd be a bit more loyal to me, right? Like, you know, Jesus. fucking like ridiculous bullshit. Mm-hmm. And my my thing was just to leave. And like, you know, I probably should have left earlier. But I mean, this is the thing as well. You shouldn't have to leave if you're getting sexually harassed. But it's also really mm. difficult when he's the fucking director. Like, who do you go to? Mm. There was, it was an 80 people in the company and I was one of three women in the company. Everyone else was men. Like, that's a really difficult workplace to be in. When you're getting sexually harassed by the director, who do you go to, right? So I ended up just leaving. Now, the second time it happened to me at work, I learnt from my mistakes the first time and I was like, no, this time I'm fucking making a stand. So I got a new job, much like um, Brenda. I had moved to Melbourne. I had a new admin job and um, I kind of felt like I had to stay in that role because, you know, even though I was getting sexually harassed, um. I had just moved somewhere, like, you know, Brenda's moved to Germany. That was kind of like my family, my workplace. Like, I didn't know that many people here, so I didn't feel it was fair that I left. And the person that was sexually harassing me was my manager, and it was really difficult because he was, like, the most temperamental, oh, just the shittest person, as in, like, if he didn't like you, he would make your life a living hell until you resigned. Mm -hmm. And I'd seen him do it to a million people, so... I had him on my good side. So I was like, you know, just like go along with it. It's what you have to do to kind of keep your job and be happy. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, he would be very, very inappropriate. Like, it makes me sick just thinking about it. I'm getting all hot. And it's not – and it's – I mean, it's so hard with, um, you know, she's gone over to Germany and you were, like, young and stuff. Like, I think that people that say, well, we'll just leave don't understand, like Mm – no, some people's pay packets keep them alive. Yeah, That's exactly. week to fucking week. Mm. You can't just do that. Like, yeah. you can't just leave. Like, no. you need, you need, yeah, You. I mean, if you do, if you are going to leave, you need to be set up before you leave sort yeah. of thing. Because, like, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard as well because if you leave, um, is it going to happen again? You know, like, they've won in a way and it's, it's hard. So... 
I didn't like I it, the sexual harassment was getting really bad, like yeah. to the point where other people were like, I can't stand it, you know. How are you putting up with it? And I was like, yeah, it's pretty bad. But like, you know, got to just like do what you got to do, right? And um, then I started dating Palmer. And then I became like more uncomfortable because I felt like complicit in the sexual harassment in a way. Like I felt like I'm asking for it or like I'm letting it happen. And then like I would feel bad that I have a boyfriend now. And like I almost Mm. felt like I was cheating on him and I wasn't even fucking doing anything wrong. And I was like, I need to leave. Like, I, can't, I, you know, I spoke to Palmer about it and I was telling him what was going on at work and he was like, I don't want you working there when this is happening. Like, you need to get out of that place. Like, you need to do something. So I was just going to resign and then I was like, no. Like, think of the last time that happened. Like, fucking, like, say something. So I went to one of the directors and I was like, look, I'm being sexually harassed. And he was like, I'm really sorry. Leave it with me. I'll speak to the guy and we'll sort it out. Like, please don't leave. Just, like, give me a chance to take care of this. Mm-hmm. And so he did talk to him. Um, it didn't work. Sorry. It didn't work at all. So yeah. the day that he was told, right, like, all he had to do was say, okay, no worries. I'll be in control of it. Not a problem. Didn't happen. He wrote – he had a whiteboard in his office and he wrote on the wall – On the day this happened, and I'll never forget it, it's like marked in my memory, keep your friends close but your enemies closer so that when jealousy blinds them and they betray you, you will know enough about them to get your revenge. He wrote that on his whiteboard. What a fucking (laughs) psychopath. Right. So at this point I'm like, okay, (sighs) that is a threat. That is like a literal threat to me because you're saying you want to get your revenge on me. So I sent that to the director and I was like just letting you know this was written about me he went How, to t- it's just like it, I mean it's just so inappropriate and stuff and I shouldn't expect that they've got any maturity but the immaturity oh, like that's just like I know isn't that when you're well, he in tried, oh. high school and people write in your diary or, yeah he tried um, to say it was something it's yeah, like oh it's unrelated oh, to that God. it's unrelated and they were like even if it is unrelated which no, it I definitely isn't yeah. like you clearly wanted her to see it. You've written it on this board and you've left for the day. But the impulsiveness to even do it would have terrified you even yeah, more. Yeah, that's it. Because it's you're like, well, like, now, like, yeah. I, I, I can't, I don't know what I'm going to get. Yeah. I'm even more frightened. Right? So I think as well, like, it's like, even if, even if it was not related, why on the day that you get reprimanded about sexual harassment, do you think it's appropriate to write anything on your board? Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, even from a like a business standpoint, like no, this yeah. guy is clearly like yeah, fucking dipshit. So at this point, um, he was told not to write anything on the board. They were like, if we see one single fucking word on that whiteboard, we'll like shit's gonna hit kick the fan. And so I would see him in there all day in his office writing on the whiteboard, but then he would wipe the whiteboard down and leave for the day. Now I don't think he realizes. Clearly not too smart that when you write on a whiteboard and write, rub it off, you can sort still see there, what yeah. yeah. And I went in one day. And this was like the real shit, like fucking hit the fan. He'd drawn a stick figure with the letter B above it and then him holding a gun at the B stick figure. And at this point I was like, great, I have to leave because this guy's unhinged. Mm. All he had to do was just say, you know, I'm sorry, Bianca, and move on. But no, he clearly wanted his revenge on me so he was told he was never to speak to me like ever they were like you will never talk to her like even if you see her 
like, and it's not even a big office. So, you know, we'd see each other all the time. And every time I would see him, like I would freeze freeze, and like my neck would get a hot and like my chest would like cave in. It was uncomfortable. And I had said to Palmer, like, I don't know if I'm going to last that long. Um, and then it was like a Monday and he came up to me and was like, can I talk to you? And I said, you know, you are not allowed to speak to me without a director present. So if you want to know, he's like, I just want to explain some things. And I'm like, okay, 50 year old man wants to explain some things. (sighs) He was 50. Yeah. Not that I, why do I even keep things right? <laughs> and it's, it shouldn't because yeah. like. Well, he was you know, between 40 and 50, but I would say closer to 50. Yeah. I don't know his actual age. Like, yeah. So he says, um, you know, oh, I just, I thought, you know, he's like the director's sitting there and he's telling me, oh, I just thought I could say that stuff to you. I thought you, I thought I could. I thought we were all cool they about always it. Always try and pull that card where it's like you oh, didn't say anything. You're you're not cool. You're yeah, not, like they try and flip it around so mm. that you're to blame. Don't like what? Don't but you're so uptight. Yeah. yeah, I was just having a laugh. You're being so sensitive. Yeah. Um. No. I, and I said to him, I was like, to be honest, like this, I, I'm not even. I don't even care about the sexual harassment at this point. I'm like. What has happened since then is fucking terrifying me. Like, mm. I don't know if you're going to come in here and spray this place with an AK-47. I was like, what is up with the threatening messages? What's up with the shooting guns? Like, what are you doing? And then he goes, I, those things just come out of me. I don't like, great. and I'm like, oh, that's so great. So you can't even control this. And I just yeah. turned to the director and I was like, I have to leave. I'm sorry. I'm going. Bored my eyes out and ran out of the office. Now, at this point, the director comes up to me. He's like, are you okay? Please don't leave. Like, wait until like the top director comes in have a chat with him like please don't leave don't leave what the organization or the actual place i think that they should be allowing you to no leave. like i left the premises premises but he was like please don't like quit he was like please don't quit there should be oh, yeah, he was right. just like he's like just give us a minute all right and when he came in and the, the director director came in he was like i need you to print a document for me and i'm like yeah no fucking worries and when i printed it i saw what it was and it was them telling him he's fired he's fired thank god now I still, like, I in many ways I'm, like, lucky in that something was done. But the thing is I was lucky that he flipped out because if he hadn't flipped, like, the, he was fired for, for threatening me. He was fired for me because of the threat of violence. He wasn't fired for sexual harassment no matter how bad it was. So in one way I'm, like, lucky that they had no fucking choice but to fire him and, like, it was, like, good riddance. But for months after like he knew where I lived and anytime I would see like a colored car that looked like his near my house I would Mm -hmm. fucking flip out and even today like to this date knowing that I could bump into him like people tell me like oh I ran into him like at the footy or something and my heart just like stops because I'm like I could run into him and it scares me that has happened and but also having like people that in my past that I've had like those that's like scenarios with I'm like won't mm. go into detail but like that's happened to me and it and it does it's it's um it's, it's scary fu- it's like the word triggering I know that everyone's like triggering Trigger. no but seriously mm. no yes seriously, seriously so triggering like and the fact of like having a public profile mm. and people like you know knowing who I am and stuff it terrifies me to think that he could be watching me as well like, that's kind of the thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I put myself out there and, like, I'm so happy to share my life with everyone. But the fact that he could be watching me and I don't know, like, actually terrifies me. Like, he is. And like, the thing is, they are. Yeah. Like, you know. Oh, he would not let this shit go. No, no, no. I no. can guarantee you he would uh, be like, watching. they definitely, like, yeah. I mean, again, not getting into my stuff, but I've got, like, um, mm-hmm. stuff in my past 
and um, stories. And, and like, hello, fucking me too. We yeah. we all do. Like, mm. um, you know, different severities and all different sorts of things. But yeah, th- I, mm. that, I have that exact same feeling. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what they do or anything. Not that I would even go out of my way to do it, uh, to find out or, or anything like that. But yeah, it is a weird feeling to know. It's, yeah, to know. They probably are. They probably, they probably are. Yeah. And it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So... Um, so yeah, like I've had, and and I'm not really going to get into the actual sexual harassment, but I will say like, it got, it got to the point where I was like, I I legitimately think he thought we were in a relationship. Like he would call me his girlfriend. He would even tell his daughters that I like his daughters about me and stuff. And like, he, how did it like get to that point? It just snowballed. Like, okay. Full disclosure in my interview, he was like, you're very exotic looking like from the get go. But I had just moved to Melbourne. I was desperate for a job. And everyone else seemed really good. But clearly this guy was just like, he just like locked his eyes on me and me being, you know, aware that I have to be nice to him just fucking like got out of control. Like so bad. It was awful. Um, the thing about sexual harassment. So, yeah, I think like 60% of women in Australia have admitted that they've like been sexually harassed, but one in five report it. If that, it's really low. And there's so many reasons why. A lot of the times you're, like, worried that you're going to lose your job. You're worried about how people are going to see you in the office. Like, oh, she's like a tattletale. Like, you know, we all deal with it. Just, like, put up with it. Um, But I think it is important to speak out. 60% of women have been sexually harassed full stop or in the workplace. In the workplace. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, because I... I would say 100% sexually harassed full stop. stop. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say because I was like, oh, yeah, no, that would be right because there would be, like, self... Employed and yeah, oh, yeah, and like, and and it's and I think like yeah, fifty uh, percent of it, oh like eighty five percent of it or something is by men. Yeah, like I can't imagine. I don't know why there is even women sexually harassing other women. Oh, but well, okay, no, it does happen. Like and like definitely not to downplay that, but yeah, of course. I just haven't had that happen to me. Like in every yeah. like every environment that I've worked in, it's always been a man that's done it. I've never had like women do it, but. I guess it does happen. Uh, I can only really speak from my own experience. But um, these are my tips that I have. And I've got a few. They're like not huge ones. But the first one I would say is, and I know that this is going to be an unpopular one maybe, um, and I know that sometimes you can't do it, but speak to them directly if you can. So Speak to who? The person. The perpetrator. Yeah. So Really? Yeah. I, the thing is, so in my case I could not because I, of his temperament. Obviously, he's a psycho. Knew it, couldn't do with it. Do like go directly to him. But if it's something that has happened, and I would, Brenda, in your case specifically, it's hearing comments that this person's saying, mm. that is a really easy fix to just say, hey, that's so inappropriate. What the hell are you doing? Do you know what I mean? If so, if someone was to say to you, like, oh, if like your boss was to say, oh, did you get any last night? Instead of like in the moment, if you can, just brush it off with like, um, what the hell? That's so inappropriate. And then they will check their behavior. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. then they're like, oh, okay. And no, I they're right. Yeah. And I like, yeah, I can see why you're saying it's an unpopular opinion, but also I can see why you're saying it. Um, because if you do need to do stuff down the line, at least, you, you know, you've actually, yeah, I've got they can't to go, oh, she's such a tattle. Like, no, I yeah. did direct. I've, yeah. I've already tried to talk to you about 100%. it and you didn't And they, this is the respond. thing as well. They'll always say to you, or you could have come to me. And I understand that sometimes yeah. it's fucking uncomfortable. The person makes you uncomfortable. Hello, I know that. Um, but I also have had a thing, I'm pretty sure I've spoken about it on the podcast, where I did have one of the 
guys at work who would constantly touch me, but that was just like, you know, just made me uncomfortable because I don't like being touched ever. And instead of, you know, dobbing him in because I knew it wasn't like he was sexually doing it, I went to him and I was like, hey, mate, just like letting you know I don't like that. Can you not do it? And he was like, oh, shit, I didn't know. No worries. So if you can deal with it in a casual way and just directly to them, by all means do it. I understand sometimes that they make you fucking uncomfortable and they're a psychopath. Don't do it in that case. But if you can speak to them directly, that's the best thing. Yeah, I agree. Second thing, keep a diary or have a notes folder in your phone um, and document every fucking thing that happens. I'm talking like dates. Where was it? What was said? Were there witnesses? Keep everything written down. And the reason for this is, there's a few fucking reasons, but first of all, when you go to someone and say, I'm being sexually harassed, the first thing they say is, well, what happened? And for me, it was like years of shit. And I'm just like, oh, well, he does this and he does that. And it doesn't sound as bad as it is. Mm-hmm. I can't really in the moment explain how it is. I'm like, but he makes me feel this way because of this, because of this. Like, So if you can turn around yeah. and be like, this is a catalogue of everything that has happened and this person was there that day and corroborate this and then this happened and he touched me on this day and it just is like for them to be like, okay, wow, you've clearly documented this. It keep receipts like I had text messages from him being like, "Hey, babe, hey, girlfriend." You know, make a little keep, folder yeah, have on your a little phone. folder. And even if something happens, because you don't know down the line how bad it's going to get, if someone says something to you inappropriate at work, document it. Just write it down, because it might turn into another incident a month later, and then to another mm. incident two months later, and you're going to forget about it. So always just write shit it's down. Not even sometimes that you forget. Um, it's that. When you're put in, under pressure mm-hmm. of, okay, well, tell us what they've done then. Yeah, then and what you feel like, well, I'm overwhelmed by the feeling of everything that I've been through and I am quite traumatised. I can barely even speak about it because yeah. I'm so upset. Mm-hmm. And you, just to have it in that form, that yeah physical form yeah. that you're saying that you don't have to just, yeah. Yeah, definitely have yeah, keep, anxious about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And you yeah. just kind of the work, like the – You've got it there. It speaks for itself in a way. Yeah. Um, now also know what you want out of this happening. So saying something to someone like is a good idea if you want to make a report specifically, or do you just want someone to know? Do you want this person to be reprimanded? So you have to know your company's policy on, um, sexual harassment because some companies have like mandatory reporting. Like if you, if I was to tell you in HR and I was like, oh, I just want you to know that I'm getting sexually harassed and then you're like, well, company policy is the second we know about it, we have to do a formal report. And I'm like, no, I don't want that to happen. Like it is fucked up that the victim is not the one that gets to dictate how it goes. It should always be the victim that gets to dictate what happens. But unfortunately, it's not that way. But know your company policy. And if there is, you know, no company policy and there's no HR, like it's really fucking hard when it is a person in power. Like it's easier when it's someone like a colleague that's doing it because you can – go to someone higher up and be like, you need to deal with this. But in every situation I've been in, it's always been a boss or a manager or someone that's like higher up than me. Just tell someone you work with, honestly, because it will, It one, it empowers you, but two, they can, pick up they can also pick up on it. They will like keep an eye out for you. So I had told a few of the girls at work and they would specifically make sure that if they saw me getting pulled in for a meeting with him alone, 
where we would not talk about work stuff. He would ask me about my sexual life and stuff. Then they would be like, oh, can I sit in on that meeting? And they'd watch my back. So do that. Have someone that knows. Just confide in someone because honestly you're going through it alone and it's hard. Um, Seek professional help like if you need to. Um, There are lots of places you can actually go to about sexual harassment if you don't feel it's getting dealt with effectively. Because listen, like powerful men protect powerful men. Like unfortunately that's the world that we live in. And if you've made a formal complaint and you still feel like it's getting nowhere or you feel like people at work are making fun of you behind your back and everyone thinks that you're like a stuck-up prude and you're like, I just want to leave, you can seek help. So you can look up websites, um, just Google it. There are plenty all over Australia that can help you uh, with sexual harassment. Um, and what is my last clue? Okay. If and when you do leave, specifically ask for an exit interview. Because if you're leaving because of sexual harassment and you're not happy with how it was dealt with or whatever, ask for an exit interview and go to fucking town because you're about to leave anyway. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter um, what you say and just be very blunt and to the point about what has but made you But then are they a bad reference then? Well, CV? I would say in any – like usually um, I wouldn't go to that person anyway for a reference. So I No, would get- but the company – um, yeah, but you can just get a colleague sometimes. Like they, do, yeah. your reference can just be like a friend at work that's just going to talk about how good you were at work. It doesn't have to be your boss. And if it is in that case that you left on a shit note, you're not going to want to put them on your resume yeah. anyway because you yeah. don't want anything to do with them. You don't want them knowing whether you're looking for another job. So, yeah, exit interview is really important just to say like this is what I really think and you guys need to implement better systems, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I think Brenda, in your case, it's probably not as serious as what I have experienced. But I would just say, like, and and, but, but it doesn't make it. Yeah, but I would say deal with it directly to the person is my yeah. is my advice. Is what I would do in that situation. I'd just be like, hey, what the hell? That's not cool. Yeah, or yeah. and and you don't even have to do it that casually. You can actually say, hey, can I sit down? I just want to have a chat with you, and then say, hey, when you say that stuff. Really makes me uncomfortable. I just would prefer it if you did. And I, I'm going to throw in a little tip here. Um, often things people don't like their egos mm. being, you know, being crushed or being humiliated in front of people. Yeah. So sometimes, um, as long as you're not feeling unsafe to be put mm. aside, but like sometimes calling them out right in front of everyone, yeah, can be quite humiliating and won't be received very. It well. will be anger them, yeah, yeah anger yeah. them, and then be a lot mm. of hostility there. Yeah. So yeah, I think sometimes like just pull to the pull side. Aside. Hey, that that's that really is, inappropriate. Yeah, it makes me really uncomfortable, and I would prefer it if you didn't do it. If they keep doing it. Obviously, and document that, document that conversation. So then if they keep doing it and you do make a formal complaint, you can be like, well, actually, I did speak to them on the 21st of June at 9.40 a.m. and they said they were going to change and then, you know, two hours later they were asking me sexual questions. So, yeah, I would just say try and chat to them first initially, but I don't think you should quit your job. I don't think any woman should have to quit their job because of sexual harassment. Um, It's unfortunate that we live in... A society where it happens so often and it's kind of just seen as like office antics almost. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, it it happens and it sucks. And especially like if you're overseas and you're feeling quite yeah. isolated. So, and yeah, I look, empathy, like I got mm. lots of it for you and I hope it gets better. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, I do think things are changing and it's like really good that we can 
talk about it even yeah. on a podcast now. Like, you know. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I'm sorry that that got really deep. And it does make me uncomfortable. Like, sexual harassment pisses me off so much because I've dealt with it too much, to be honest. Mm. It, it's just it's just ridiculous. So if anyone else is experiencing that, I hope that these tips kind of helped out. I want to say thank you for opening <laughs> up your, yeah. you know, sore Sore wounds yeah. for all of us to try and, oh. you know. No, honestly, yeah. don't, don't err me. Yeah. Like, I mean it. Like, you, you, so we try not to do too much. Mm. We've got plenty of, like, wounds and we just sometimes yeah. pick them open for the benefit of other people and hopefully, you know, this bringing together this community and um, relating to one another and being there for mm. one another and all learning from each other. Um, so I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Really oh, nice and me. like just anyone that is listening, just as women in the workplace, like we are up against it and small things can be sexual harassment too. So someone just, you know, calling you a mm. cute nickname that you don't like, cause it, it really puts you in like a mm. place of them being powerful and you being like the woman. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Call that shit out because that's how it starts. It starts off small and then they push to see how much they can well, do. Well, your note tip is really good. Like just keep your, the keep diary notes. of yeah. things that are happening. And then, you know, because sometimes you like gaslighting is a thing, you know, oh, you're being so sensitive and stuff. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, and you freeze up. And you're like, oh, maybe they don't do that much. Oh, maybe I am being yeah. sensitive, whatever. Well, no, write it all down mm-hmm. and then you can get your friend like, hey, these are all the things that have sort of happened to me. You have a look over it. Yeah. And then they will be like, yeah. you are not, you're not, <laughs> you're you not know, crazy. being a hypochondriac. Yeah, no. You're being, yeah. Very reasonable. reasonable. Yeah. So do just like keep notes of that stuff because... Yeah, it does. They do. It does just change the power dynamic in the office, and so getting called like cute nicknames or whatever, or making little sexual jokes that seem lighthearted, they seem like they're coming from a good place, are keeping you in your place, yeah. and like it's not okay. So, just watch out for it. Yeah, love you, Bianca. Aww, love you too.